We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Tamara Gady. Today, we're going to interview a uh, top producing realtor and author of a new book that is about to come out in January. But first, if you like my content, you're really going to love my escrow team. Give me an opportunity to talk to you about your title needs. You can reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. Today's guest is Lisa Johnson-Juden. She's, again, a top producing realtor with Ebby Holiday, and she's author the author of the book, A Realtor Circus. So I'm really excited to have her in today. Um, we're going to talk about, it. I mean, she put it on the, on the cover of the book, Mastering Your Creativity in Your Real Estate Career. So welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm always glad to see you yes. and be a part of your life. Is and this is a wonderful thing that we're going to talk about today that you're going to roll out. Tell me the date that it actually is in, in stores and online. January 5th. Okay, it will January be in all 5th. the bookstores of Amazon, Target. So super excited. Finally has come. That's January so 5th. exciting. Congratulations. <laughs> what a great you. New Year's gift. Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm one of those people who like to dive right in. Let's get to the meat of what we're going to talk about today. My first question, let's just kind of set the stage a little bit for the circus, okay? Yes. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about your background in real estate. Yeah. Well, I started about 23 years ago. I started, I guess it was 2000. So I was 24. Oh my and goodness. And yeah, Can I was it? driving a beverage car. I was a cart girl at Bridalwood and I just graduated and I was looking for a job and there was a regular there, Tim Spurgeon. Of course, everyone always knows him. Um, he's with Huntington Homes and he led me to a job interview. And so I started my first job in real estate um, there at Huntington Homes. So that was fun. And I enjoyed working in the model home. And um, and then that just kind of led me to being a realtor. And so I, I think it was two years later, I became a realtor. Okay. So I worked uh, worked in Dallas, Dallas Online Realty, and then I moved over to Ebby in 2008. Oh, so you've been with Ebby a long time. Yes. Yeah. In 2008, I was like, okay, I'm going to really do really well working with this big company. And then the market just changed. Yes, it did. <laughs> it, it was horrible. It was horrible. And I mentioned in, in, in my book, you know, about 2008 and the failures, you, you know, and, and I felt like I had failed, you know, because... 2008 was such a hard year. I had yeah. to go back to cocktailing and mm-hmm. and doing some, something that I did in college. And it was just horrible. You well, know? what I thought was interesting is even though you had to do that, somehow you managed to get some future transactions yeah, out of it. I did. I did. And meet some Dallas Stars That's players. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I sold, I don't even know. I mean, couple million dollars worth of homes from those people, from Holly and Mo and my clients and regulars. And I worked there for almost a year, nine months. And then the market kind of got a little bit better where I could go back to full-time. Yeah, I came in, okay, so very late, late, like December 09. So I came in right when, now as an affiliate in the business, it was very beneficial for Mm -hmm. me because while there wasn't as many transactions as we have today, it afforded me the opportunity to spend time with you guys so, yeah. and get to know you. And that's yeah. how I built some of the, my most amazing relationships. So, I, but I understand, I mean, it was a hard time for everyone. And I think it's really interesting that we're in a, 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 a slower market now, mm-hmm. right? 
And um, you still can't compare it to the stripes no. we had to earn back then. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you have become a successful realtor for many, many years. So let's talk about your why. So why did you want to write this book? I wrote this book because I love I love to help other realtors. Um, I love I love I think there's such a it, being a real estate agent is really hard, you it know, number really one, and it's hard to keep up with everything. And so that's why I talk about, you know, in a, a realtor circus, I talk about all the things that we juggle in our real estate career. And so uh, anywhere from social media to, to marketing, to creating good routines and habits, you know, I mention all these things in my book and I just, I, I really have, um, it really tugs at my heart whenever I, I talk about realtors because I feel like there's so so many things that we need to be doing for realtors to help them because I see so many realtors fail. There's an 87% failure rate of realtors and I see those people come in and and they they try, 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 six months, eight months, and then they have to go back into the corporate world, you know? And so I'm like, how can I help them? Like, I want to help them and I see them struggle. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to write this book on everything that realtors need to be doing. And I gave I give so many, so many fun and creative tools in, in my book. And so I just, I want everyone to read it and I get excited. I'm like, oh, you're going to buy my book. I'm like, okay, good. Because I want to help them. Yeah, yeah. So that was my main purpose is to help them. Um, Ebby created a, a small part-time little job at my office called the ADL, which is agent development liaison. And so I helped realtors. I helped them take, you know, lifestyle shots of them. I would help them um, kind of plan their marketing and, and um, I would just, just help them so much. And so that's one of the reasons why I was like, you know what, let me just put this all in one book. Mm -hmm. And so I can get it out there. Well, and one of the things that I appreciated about the book is, and, and don't, I, I don't want this to come across the wrong way because this is very much a compliment mm -hmm. is the simplistic, how simple you kept things. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like we can, as, as business people can, can overcomplicate mm -hmm. concepts on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Right. And really, the, I, and I talk about this often, the tried and true ways of building, bu building a real estate business today are still the same as they were before. Exactly. And so a lot of the things that you talk about, like, for example, pop buys mm -hmm. and client appreciation events and things mm -hmm. like that are wonderful ways to build a business. And some of the ideas, and this was another thing that I really, really appreciated about the book, is that not everything costs a lot of money. Right. Some of these ideas are very budget friendly yeah. and, and they need to be um, when we're applying them to a realtor's business today, because mm -hmm. before in COVID and the post pandemic, I mean, we had transactions just falling out of the sky. Right. Yeah. And so now we're having to, to really reestablish the ground game yeah. and we're going to, and we have to go back to some of these ways that we built businesses. Exactly. And so I love the simplisticness of some of the ideas. It doesn't have to be extremely complicated. It, yeah, it doesn't. And you know, I was single pretty much my whole career. I mean, I just got married mm -hmm. five years ago, you know, and so I, I struggled for a couple of years, you know, but I got back on and I was, I, I, just had to keep going, you yeah. know, and, and I, and I, I talk about that in my book too. Um, but yeah, I, uh, 
I, I just feel like I've done it all, you know, and so I, I know what works and what doesn't work and that you don't need a lot of money to be a realtor and, and do all the things that you need to do. You just kind of need to be yourself and you just need to. Well, it is all about building relationships. relationships. That's for sure. It's, it's yeah. definitely all about building relationships, you know, and I have I have so many, so many friends and so many different friends. And a lot of people ask me, like, how do you keep in touch with those all your friends? I'm like, well, I just. Just, um, I just try to be me and yeah. and check up on them and say hi to them and send them funny things or notes. And, you know, I mean, I think, uh, uh, and I'm, I kind of mentioned that in, in the book, I'm just trying to build that relationship and keep it alive. Mm -hmm. You know, some people just get so, um, so caught up in the world and then they, th that's why they don't, they, they forget about their friends. And I, I, I love, I love having friendships and maintaining those relationships. Well, and being an expert in relationship building is what is the probably the biggest key to being a successful realtor. Yeah. So, okay, do you, what is your plan for the book? I mean, for you in the book, yeah. right? Do you think this is, do you want this to catapult you into something else? And what is that something else? Yeah, so this was something I never thought that I would do. I never thought that I would write a book. My mom's a writer. She's a creative writer. She's written several books. Uh, but I just thought, okay, that is not my talent at all. But I love helping people. And so once I started putting it all together, I'm like, hey, I've never tried it before, you know? And so I would I would love to maybe uh, create another book or okay. a workbook that goes with this or teach classes, uh, I, you know, because I, I do have a heart for realtors and, you know, I know what they need. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, so we'll see. Where, okay. And I know you have some of that stuff in the works already. Yeah. So yeah, I do. We'll so. see what you, where you end up going with it. Um, so clearly I had some favorite sections. Ooh, I like that. That's a lot. <laughs> I know. I'm Yay. very much a highlighter tab, tabber kind of person. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> so some of my favorite things um, that I, that I really liked about the book and, and I can really see this turning into a workbook. <laughs> I like the checklist. I yeah. like the blank places where mm -hmm. they're supposed to fill in some notes or take some action based off of the things that you said in that chapter, right? So those were the things that were my favorite. I mean, I like creating strong habits. I like the chapter that you talked about that because I feel like when you are in a entrepreneurial business, mm -hmm. you have to stay self-motivated mm -hmm. and you have to create a schedule for yourself. And, you know, unlike... You know, when you go to an eight to five job, you have things that you do every day because you report to an office, right? right? right. You're the boss of yourself, yeah. right? And so you have to be incredibly disciplined and really set up that. This is when we start talking about time blocking, yeah. calendar management, and all of these things. So to me, that spoke a lot because I do have a lot of conversations with people about not about about staying true to their calendar and staying true to the things that they need to get done every day and staying disciplined. So I really like that. Yeah. But my very favorite thing, so I had two very favorite things and that's, so they got the tabs at the top. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> because those are the most important. Okay. This one to me um, on page 78, the 21 day challenge. Mm -hmm. This to me was the most standout because of the time of year that we're in yeah. and the market that mm -hmm. we're in, okay? Because now we need to be doing the things to fill our pipeline for the spring. Because we're slow. Because we're slower, yes. Yes. 
Now let's, you know, we're going to knock on some wood. Oh, we're going to, it's going to be a fabulous gonna, year. 2024 is going to be right. fabulous. We're manifesting that. <laughs> that's right. So some of these things, I, I starred some of this stuff, you know, because first of all, the handwritten note, and, and I have that in a different question, but let's go ahead and talk about that now. The importance of the handwritten note. Very important. So I've talked about this client before. I have a client who I find myself doing things just so I will get a thank you note from her oh, yeah. because her thank you <laughs> notes are so creative Aww. and so heartfelt. And I don't, like, I would need a chat GPT, I think, to, yeah. to bring that out. I mean, I'm just not that kind of more emotionally available person. It's not like I'm a I'm a stone, no, but yeah. it's harder for me to express that mm-hmm. side, you know, like in a more emotional, more soft, you know, mm-hmm. open side of myself. So whenever I get those thank you notes from her, I'm just like, I'm so excited And when yeah. I check the mail. And so I want to make sure that everyone understands how impactful it is to get a handwritten note yes. from someone. Yes. Very impactful. Um, so yeah, I love, I love my 21 day challenge. So some of them I, I, I do and Lisa's 21 day a kick butt challenge because I get, you say, I, start, I like the way you say it too. Yeah, you like kick, kick butt. butt, you know, because I get so, I get so mad because I'm not busy, you know? And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this one. And this yeah. one's really going to kick gonna my butt. Get it. <laughs> I'm going to like double this. <laughs> so I love that. I love that you put in, we'll just highlight some of my favorites, right? Okay. The five note cards um, a week and mail them. Right. And um, we all know we should be doing at least two open houses. I, I put more. Yeah. <laughs> A month or more or in 21 days, yeah. right? And um, the creative video are real for social media. I think you should be doing at least one a week, yeah. right? Let's get started I, with that. Right? I love doing reels. I do reels all the time. I feel like I'm just gonna, I mean, everyone's like, oh, and everyone likes my reels. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna keep doing it. But then some people are, oh, it's so hard. It's not hard. Just learn it's not it. Hard. Just learn it. You just take some pictures. I, I've taught so many real classes. And so I, I love reels. Yeah, and you we have a section in here about equipment mm-hmm. and what you need. I mean, it can it is just as easy as a light and an exactly. IPhone and I a did. I, I I created this book to be very easy, very short to re, you know, quick to read, very straightforward. Uh, bullet points, uh, QR codes, uh, little videos. You know, I mean, if if you can't get some business out of this, then if you can't I mean, just go back this. to working. Well, and <laughs> on page sixty nine and seventy. You you know, this was another one of my, so we're going to combine that too, is the video content. And so the number, the the, the highest, the things I hear the most as feedback about why someone is, realtors are not doing mm-hmm. video on social media. I don't like the way I sound. I don't like the way I look and I don't right. know what to say. Right. First of all, everybody knows how you look and how you sound. Mm-hmm. And if I, I know. <laughs> you know, like when, everybody knows when I'm in the room because I laugh. When I laugh, <laughs> you know where I'm in the room. So, right, your people already know you and yeah. love you is the point. Exactly. And so um, I like the, I like a couple of the, you put in just a few ideas for content. Mm-hmm. What is the option period? How much does a buyer need to put down on a house? What are the interest rates now? What is the market doing in your area? So these are some really good Golden nuggets. Quick little questions, mm-hmm. you know, that you can turn into little videos, you know, and and describe like what is an option period? Well, an option period is, you know, and then you kind of go into it, but th- these videos can be anywhere from 15 seconds to a minute. You know, yeah. they're, they're just short and sweet. And I like that. I mean, I someone said, and it might have been Kyle Draper. I don't remember for Love sure. Kyle. But take 
what take the most common questions that you're getting asked yeah. in your business yeah. and turn those into a reel. Yeah. Because you're talking to buyers and sellers mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. or potential buyers and sellers every mm-hmm. day. So when you're out and about with your people, what are they asking you? What are, what are the most common things they're asking you? Yeah. Yeah. What are the interest rates? You know, what, what, do, do, who pays the buyer fee? You know, I mean, now there's that question. Oh, yeah. But no, the, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, you, yeah, you just have to kind of come up with some questions that people are asking. Um, you know, what is a buyer representation fee? You know, or those kind of things. But yeah. So the, I live in what's well, almost no longer a new construction neighborhood. We're mm-hmm. about to be done with the build out. Mm-hmm. But and one of the things, so we have a, a, you know, as most neighborhoods do, Facebook, a group, a Facebook group, mm-hmm. right? Where people put in the neighborhood post, whatever their questions are or stuff like that. So it's amazing to me that how many people don't know how to take care of their home. Oh yeah. Yes. And a lot of, yeah, a lot of my friends always say, oh, I love it when you, when you say, how do you fix this? Or how do you, uh, this is how you repair a toilet or, you know, whatever it is. Cause I will go over some things or I have a chimney sweep guy that comes over and, you know, you're supposed to change your, you know, uh, you're supposed to, um, I think it's after every 50 fires or something, you need to have your, your chimney, chimney cleaned. cleaned. Yes. You know, and then your dryer vent, you know, your dryer vent, if you don't, if you haven't checked your dryer or cleaned out your dryer vent in say five years, you need to call someone to have them come out, you know? So little things like that, um, you know, a lot of people forget about, or sometimes I have my mom in mind, you know, my mom lost her, um, lost her husband. And so now she seems like she's kind of like a new homeowner because Mm -hmm. he used to take care of all the things. And I'm like, mom, you've got, you know, you, now you have to stay on top of this. So when's the last time you had your chimney cleaned or when's the last time you had your air vents cleaned? You know, those kind of things. Right. Well, air ducts. simplistic as your filter. Yeah. How often are you, do you need to change your filter and how do you do that? Right now, we need to be re- re-educating people on putting their hose bib covers on their outside Ex- faucets. Exactly. So, so these are great things that great things. realtors can be doing. So, you know, we could talk about social media video content all day, but yeah. we've kind of made the point. There's plenty of things that you can come up with to create reels, to educate your clients, yes. right? Yeah. So some of the other things, um, I love to wear a new subdivision and post about it. I yeah. thought that was what asked five people for referral. The most, probably one of the most important ones that you should be doing right now is go through your database and make three phone calls a day. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I first started, I was like, oh, I don't need a database. I don't need that. I don't need that. And then once, now that I have one, I love it. I print it out. I color code it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to send these people Valentine's things. All my single friends, they're all going to get all kinds of love from me, you know? That's awesome. And so, um, and I do something special for my single friends and then my neighbors and then my clients. Yeah. So I, I love doing that. Yeah. I kind of nerd out on my database too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love to add like stickers and yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. Yes. So I get it. And I like the, one of the other things that you said is have an account- accountability partner. Mm-hmm. I like that idea because yeah. while I kind of enjoy my database manipulate, you know, uh-huh. working with my database, uh-huh. not everybody does. Yeah. And so having an accountability partner and challenge thing, like you said, to challenge them to do it together, I think is a great idea. Yeah, so get a good accountability partner. I remember I, I had accountability partner and I was like, I was the one that always called at nine o'clock on Monday, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it was. And then, oh, I didn't do my homework. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need another, I need a better one. Well, <laughs> Make okay. sure they're a good 
good one. I actually had an, a realtor on my podcast and she is part of a coaching program that if the partner doesn't do what they're supposed to do, they both get fined. Oh, see? They yeah. both have to pay up. That's good. Money. Actual money. <laughs> and I was like, that'll <laughs> keep you. I would you'd be in trouble if you didn't do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, okay. So one of the other things that I really appreciated the book and I'd like you to expand on, yeah. it seems like your ideas in here, again, where this is kind of going back to the simplisticness of the book without, again, I'm not trying to, I, I think that's a compliment, yeah. right? And so I really liked the fact that a lot of the ideas were easy to do and inexpensive. Yes. Okay. And you really hone in on the need to be prepared. Yes. Always be prepared. I, I have two mentees um, at my office right now, and I'm like, you have to be prepared. And so, um, you know, I think that being prepared and having everything all organized, and I talk about that too, and I have a whole list, and I'm a checklist kind of a yeah. person. You know, I'm like, okay, if you're going to go on a listing appointment, you need to make sure that you are prepared for that listing appointment days before, mm -hmm. not, ru you know, rushing around that day, you know, trying to get things because, you know, or or like an open house and like, where are my open house signs? Oh, I've got half of them at the office and half of them are at so-and-so. And oh yeah, I forgot someone borrowed it. You know, I mean, when you need to be on it, yes. you know, and you need to be prepared and you need to um, figure out, you know, uh, what you're doing at, ahead of time, whether it's a listing appointment or a buyer in Dallas, you know, maybe go tour that little area if you haven't been in there in a while, mm -hmm. you know? So just be prepared. I really like that because we have like buyer packets and seller mm -hmm. packets, right? And so I'll get calls every once in a while. I'm like, okay, when do you need them by? And the ones that say tomorrow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't always rely on that person to be there to get it, you know? And it's just. Uh, Somehow yeah. we always make it happen, but I like, I very much appreciate the ones that say I need it in a week. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I need that next week. I love that. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I hate, I hate being last minute, um, uh, going crazy and trying to figure out, oh my God, what am I going to do? What, how am I going to do this? You know, and I love, you know, what I talk about my creating uh, good routines and yes. habits, you know, waking up early and, you know, doing all the things that you need to do to prepare for the day because I don't wake up with an alarm. I don't, oh, I have to be at this work meeting in 30 minutes and ah, you know, mm -hmm. I, mean, I don't like, I don't like being in a panic all the time. Yeah. So I, so tell me what your favorite client, I call them client retention ideas. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite one that is the easiest to implement and the most budget friendly? Uh, as far as, as far as what, like just to like, so when you're loving on your clients, when you're loving on my clients. Um, so, I mean, really just personal touches, you okay. know, I love, I love just, um, reaching out to my clients. Um, and, and I, I have my client appreciation party every year. I call mm -hmm. it my gobble to you wobble party. Yes, I saw I, that. And it's so fun because I have my clients and my neighbors there and I love like introducing them to each other or saying, Oh, she's from California. Oh, she's from New York or Hey, y'all are both from the same Bay area, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. It's like, I love, I I love those connections that they make. And that's one of the reasons why I, I do throw that party is because I, I like um, mixing my my clients and my neighbors and my friends all in one. Um, so that's, that excites me. But um, I love client appreciation parties. I love loving on my friends and my clients and sending them fun things. I also talked about 
you know, back to handwriting notes. Sometimes I would get a little bored with it. And then I came up with a secret Santa. Yeah, I saw that. That's one of the flags that I have and, here is that, yes, the when you write notes, how does it stay fresh? Yes. And yes. I think that's probably your best touch, your most budget-friendly client retention touch that you can do. Yeah. The client appreciation parties, we'll talk about those in just a second. Those do cost money mm -hmm. if you're going to put them on. They're yes. not free. Yeah. But a hand, and well, nothing's, you know, even a handwritten note, you have to pay for thank you note. But that's not- <laughs> And a stamp. Well, yeah, <laughs> stamps are getting bad these days. Um, but the handwritten note is definitely, and we've talked, you know, we're, we're touching on it again. I just think it's really important. And um, that is something that you can do very easily that doesn't cost cost and, you a lot. And yeah, it, and little So how eyes. do you keep them fresh? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's why I had to create, I was like, I'm getting tired of the writing hand notes because I do write a lot of hand notes. Mm -hmm. And I love I love sending things to to my clients, like if uh, free uh, Buntini at Nothing Bunt Cakes. You know, we get a whole stack of them at the office. And oh, so you do? I'll so you just, send the little coupons? Yeah, so I'm like, oh, here, have a sweet treat on me, I you like know, that. or something. And so any kind of things like that, like St. Patrick's Day, I do the lotto car. I love you a lotto, or um, or Starbucks, love you a latte. Here's a five dollar, you know, mm -hmm. Starbucks card. Um, so I love to do kind of stuff like that. Um, I mean, I could sit there and, and and mail out things like that all the time. Yeah, the little. Well, and I don't know if it's technically a pop by because yeah. the the it is the same type of gift as a pop by. Yeah. But a pop by, you actually go, go by to their, their house and yeah. leave it. Yeah. So, um, so those are great ideas of things that you can mail to your clients to keep that idea of a handwritten note fresh. Yes. So give us your favorite. Do you have a favorite pop? Popeye? You know, I, I still like to do the wrapping paper at Christmas time. I love, you know, just uh, wrapping up my year. Thanks for making my year so special, you know, and giving them a wrapping paper and then a bow and then some um, tape to go along with it. Cute. And yeah, and maybe I'll... It'd just... be better if you went to their house and wrapped yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I know, right. Or did a whole wrapping at my I office. mean, I would think that was a winner <laughs> if someone showed up in my house and said, I'm here to wrap your presents. I know. <laughs> you know, as much as I, as much as I love to like... Uh, no, as much as I love, like, I love getting wrapped gifts. Yes. And then, but I hate wrapping them. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, but I wrap them. But I don't feel like I, my craftsmanship is is that great. <laughs> uh, challenges with the bows. That's but, right. Yeah, my mom loves to do the bows and the you know all that. I, I'm more like oh, just give me a sack. But then I'm like, no, I like to. I'm gonna make this look good. So. It's funny because I always wrap my niece and nephews gifts, but my brother and my dad they get them in the gift bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? And I'm like, they don't care. They don't you appreciate don't, they don't this. <laughs> as long as the gift is good. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Before we wrap up, um, let me. Let me ask you one other question. So what is your favorite thing from the book that you'd like to leave the realtor audience with today? Yeah. So I know we, we talked about this several times, but, you know, I love the chapter. I think it's chapter five. I talk about, um, you know, loving on your clients, you know, mm -hmm. because it's so special. It's such a special relationship that you have these clients and you want to keep your clients and, you know, just, just love on them, you know, and create. I just love to create that whole month of February, you know, is love month. It's Valentine's Day. It's, you know, love on your your listings, love on your neighbors, love on your family, love, love, love on everybody, you know, and I think that will get you more leads. Okay. I think that's a great place to stop for today. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for coming well, in to talk about you. your book today. Thank you. I'm super excited about it. 
Well, I can't wait to check in with you. And, you know, I, I'll, maybe it's going to be one of those I knew or win situations. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thank you, Lisa. Thank I you. wish you and Edward a very happy holiday. Thank you. You too. And thank you so much for joining us on another episode. Again, I'm your host, Tamara Gady. If you like my content, you're really going to love my escort team. So allow me the opportunity to get a conversation started about your title needs and make it a great day.